The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. We head out right now on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. He's the voice of the Tennessee Titans. We figured we'd get a lowdown on our new head coach, Arthur Smith, and nobody better to talk to than Mike Keith. Mike, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I'm glad to be with you this morning. Uh, glad to have you Mike on. Mike Keith is a legend, by the way. He's going to play a it legend? all. A legend. <laughs> wow. How many times are you sportscaster of the year up there? I think you are the world's greatest sportscaster. That That's awesome. what you have a Congratulations. trophy. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and thank you for being my agent. I look forward to my <laughs> next contract negotiation with Sandra and Charles. I gotcha. We just want 10%. That's all we want. Whatever you get, just 10% so we can uh, do some stuff here. We're fascinated with Arthur Smith. Our first chance yesterday, he had his press conference here. Very direct, to the point, a little bit different than what we're used to dealing with. What were your dealings with Coach Smith, and what are we getting as a head coach? So I go back with Arthur 10 years when he arrived here as a defensive quality control coach. His last job had been at Ole Miss, and he was a guy just getting started. And what he became famous for in our building, really two things, uh, humility and the fact that he would basically outwork everybody. And it it really became a surprise to a lot of us because those of us that worked in the building with him found out that he was Fred Smith's son. And so we're like, okay, your dad owns FedEx and you're breaking down tape of practice. Why are you doing this? And, you know, because we're like, why wouldn't you just go work at FedEx, you know, but this guy, it became very obvious that he had a passion for football, that he had a passion for work and that he was going to do his own thing and that, that his life. And, and I, I actually, my dad is in the transportation business and knew Fred Smith when he started FedEx and he talked about his work ethic and that's what Arthur brought to football You know, it's something totally different than what his dad did. And as he worked his way through the ranks, what became remarkable was as we changed coaches, the new coaches kept him because his reputation was such that they're like, look, this guy's a bright mind. He's a worker. He's loyal. He's not about the office politics. The players love him. And and so – in basketball terms, we'd probably call him a gym rat, right? That, that's, what we, that's what we're really talking about here. That, that's what has always stuck out to me about Arthur, and in 10 years, he's never changed. Hmm. It's amazing. Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, joins us here on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. And I was trying to figure out what he's going to bring to the table. He's going to call the offensive plays here. He spent a year mm-hmm. with Matt LaFleur as the OC, and he also spent a couple years with Mike Malarkey, who I had a chance to play with. Would you say that his offense more resembled what LaFleur is doing in Green Bay or what Mike Malarkey did there in Tennessee? All of the above. Okay. And that's what, that's what I think is exciting, Brian, about Arthur is if the best thing for the Falcons would be to run the wing tee, 
he would figure out how to run the wing tee. <laughs> if it's five, if it's five wides and throw the ball every down, that's what it's going to be. If it's I formation and come off the ball, that's what it's going to be. Arthur's thing is whatever is going to work with the group of people that he has, and he showed that this year. And let me give you a quick example. So A.J. Brown announced yesterday that he had two knee surgeries. He didn't, he didn't practice for the majority of the season, and yet he played. But week to week, Arthur didn't know if he was going to have A.J. Brown. Mm. Corey Davis battled COVID and battled injury, and his brother passed away. Johnu Smith, our best tight end, battled injury all year long. He lost Adam Humphreys to a concussion November 1st. So he, every week, was having to come in and adapt a game plan, having no idea until probably Friday or Saturday who he was going to have. And that's what he does beautifully. The, the run game evolved with Derrick Henry over a period of time. And it wasn't, it wasn't Arthur's run game. It was what was going to work best for Derrick Henry and the Titans. The other thing, too, is Dennis Kelly, right tackle, didn't practice the majority of the year due to injury. Roger Saffold, injured. Ben Jones, playing with a massive knee brace, our center, on our third left tackle of the year. Right. And yet the Titans were able to drop their sack totals down considerably. Not caught up with them against Baltimore, but – he had all these things he had to deal with, and yet his ability to change is what jumps out to me. There's malarkey in what he does. There's Lafleur in what he does. There's Mike Munchak in what he does. There's all kinds of things. His work with Ryan Tannehill is nothing short of amazing. I watched way too much of his career in Miami, and he wasn't very good. What was he able to do to get the most out of Tannehill and put him where he is now a Pro Bowl-level quarterback? Well, the first thing he does is his communication with Ryan is fantastic. Ryan has a lot of say-so in what went on in the offense. And he also let Ryan call a lot of things at the line. He, During the course of the week, they would prepare so many things that would allow Ryan to have options. So, there, so there's freedom in it for the quarterback. And much like Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill's really smart. And so he gave him the keys to the car. They took advantage of Ryan's legs, uh, a lot of bootleg stuff. They took advantage of a lot of play action stuff. And, and then overall, I think really to me more than anything else is he said, this is what we want to do. And we want you to take shots. We want you to take chances. We're not going to play scared. We're going to go after people. I would call it offensive offense, <laughs> meaning attacking is, is what it's all about. And quarterbacks love that. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks love it when you say to them, listen, we're going to go get these guys. We don't care if we're playing the Ravens or the Bills or whoever, however tough they are. We're going to go get them. And I think the overall mindset that was put into Ryan is we're going to be successful. And I'm going to help you be successful. And one of the things I enjoyed watching most of all was their interplay at practice. They, they were talking constantly about things that they liked. Uh, Arthur would needle Ryan. Ryan would needle Arthur back. And so it was as if they were working together. And I sense that's what it'll be like for Matt Ryan as well. 
That's the voice of Mike Keith and the voice of the Tennessee Titans. You're listening to here on 680 The Fan in the front row via the Loud Security System Newsmaker line. Did I read a story about him getting all over Corey, Dave, Corey Davis at some mm-hmm. point? Um, and talk about his the fiery side of Arthur Smith. Oh, he can let it go now. You're, you're not going to see it in the press conference. You're, you're going to wonder in the course of the press conference if he has the ability to get mad. But the difference is the guy in the, the offensive meeting rooms and the guy in the practice field is a very different guy. The guy that I used to spend time talking with in the Titans cafeteria is a different guy. Um, not not saying he's being fakey because right. he's not. And I mean, but but I'm saying he is a person that once you get to know him and once he gets to know you, you see that side. The guys love him. Delaney Walker loves him. Johnu Smith loves him. His tight ends were crazy about him. You've you've heard Ryan Tannehill talk about it. Um, they they build a personal relationship, and and I think the reason that his thing worked so well under Mike Brable is that's what Brable really does. Uh, when they're off the field, they're treated like grown men. When they're on the field, you're going to get coached hard, mm-hmm. but that doesn't carry over into the building. Once it's over, it's over. Mike, any inter- Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. And I, I think that's how Arthur is too. I, I think he's going to coach guys hard, but off the field, he treats them like grown men. That's what we need here for yeah. sure. Uh, sense of humor, any interesting hobbies, any interesting maybe off-the-field stuff he does with the guys, bonding with his head, others, other coaches, anything you've observed? Not much. <laughs> he's football. 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 He's, yeah. he's, he's, foot, he's football and he's family. Uh, he, he's very, very interested in being dad, uh, husband, close with brothers and sisters. Has a sister that lives in Nashville – uh, that he was close with, obviously close with with Ed. Um, that's really that's really all I've I've observed. I mean, the work ethic is unbelievable. I mean, to come from defensive quality control to move to offensive Crazy. quality control to assistant tight end to tight ends coach and to work his way up. Um, really, really an amazing progression for a guy. I mean, he put in the time. I mean, this was a ten year process of incredible hard work and the the falcons have gotten a polished guide because he has done it all in our building to get here mike keith voice awesome. of the titans i i always wonder if guys have what it takes to be nfl head coaches and no offense to anybody that is a coordinator or whatever but sometimes you look at a guy and you go he's probably just going to stay being a coordinator for a long time was there a moment you saw Arthur Smith that you said he could be a head coach, and, and I, does he have what it takes, you think, to run an organization? You know, it's a great question because two years ago when Matt LaFleur left, all of us that worked for the Titans wondered. Yep. Uh, we, we thought Arthur should be the guy. Hmm. And this, this was just what we thought privately standing around the coffee maker. We thought Arthur should be the guy. But we wondered because his dad is who he is, did Arthur just want to be a position coach? Did he want to deal with that? And he went to Mike Vrabel and said, I want this job. And it was at that moment that I knew he would be a head coach because he had what it took. The question is, did he want to, did he want to take that step? 
he has the ability to organize. He has the ability to understand the difference. And I think when you watch how he puts together a staff, you will see in some of the coaches that he brings in, he will bring in people that really gives him something that maybe he feels like he doesn't have. You know, maybe the, maybe the funny guy, maybe the bad guy, maybe this, that, or the other. He will bring in those people, but he will be in charge. He will be in charge. Defensive coordinator, we've heard some loose rumors that Dean Pease may be a guy that he decides to bring in. Is that the type of coach that he would need on the defensive side of the ball, old school, you know, has the relationship with him, all that good stuff? Makes a lot of sense because I I think what Arthur's going to want to do is he's going to want to hand the defense to somebody. I don't think he's going to want to sit in on every defensive meet. I think he's he's going to want to know what's going on. But I don't get a sense that he's going to want to spend any time, you know, you tell me everything that's going on. And that's who Dean Pease is. Dean Pease is, in essence, the head coach of the defense. That's how, that's how he operates with his background. So if it's Dean Pease or somebody like that, that would make total sense to me in Arthur's world. Ar- Arthur is going to understand that offense is going to be where he's going to need to you know, occupy the majority of his time when preparing during the course of a game week. I think it's a perfect setup if you can find a guy like that. I had the same exact thing when Mike Smith took over here in 2008. Mike Malarkey was the head coach of the offense. We didn't see Smitty hardly at all in the offensive meeting right. room because he knew the guys coaching our, our group on offense could handle everything they needed to handle and Smitty could focus on the defense. Um, real quick, do you think there's any guys he poaches from the Titans that he brings over with him? I think you probably have some guys that he's interested in. Uh, you know, our situation here, obviously, is what is Mike Vrabel going to do? And you you would feel like there would probably be some guys that are going to move up here. And I, I would think out of respect, Arthur will probably let Vrabel go first and then, you know, and then figure out from there uh, who he wants to take with him. Would guys want to come with him? Yes because he's the type of guy that coaches want to work for. Like I I was mentioning about his relationship with Tannehill, he's collaborative. You know, he's not a dictator. He's collaborative. Now, he's got the last vote. He's got the most important vote. You know he's in charge. To me, that goes back to the thing about the balance. That's a good head coach. You You know everybody doesn't have an equal vote, and yet you can still offer your opinion, and it's listened to. So, yeah, I would think guys would want to work for him, but he will, out of respect to Vrabel, he will let Vrabel do what he wants to do with the group first. Mike, really good stuff. Appreciate the information. We'll catch up with you down the line. Thanks for having me on, and uh, you guys are going to win a bunch of games down there with Arthur Smith. Congratulations. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win.